0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. What I've come to understand is that when we talk about defunding the police, people don't know what that means. And so yesterday, I broke down five ways that the scholar Alex Vitale said we could defund the police and actually increase public safety. And today I'm going to continue with five more reasons that Alex really broke down. We're going to unpack and explain how we defund the police, and then begin to pour that money into social services. Five more reasons. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. If you haven't yet listened to yesterday's episode of The Breakdown, this is really a two-part series, and so I would encourage you to go back and listen to yesterday's episode where I break down the pushback that the movement to defund police is getting from some people. It's really rooted in misunderstanding, and introduce the work of the scholar Alex Vitale in his book, The End of Policing, a brilliant must-have book, one of the most important books for this moment. And then I share... Uh, Alex broke down 10 ways that we could defund police but increase public safety. And yesterday I shared the first five. And today I want to get to the final five. Um, Step number six is that we need to fund school wellness centers. Now, unsurprisingly, putting more people and more police, rather, in schools has only fueled the school to prison pipeline. And what else did we really think they were going to do if they weren't going to beat and arrest kids? Police are doing in America schools exactly what we thought they'd do. Police officers don't have specialized training in adolescent or childhood development. They're not mental health experts. They're not social workers or psychologists. They're not school counselors or educators. They are literally law enforcement officers normally whose primary training is in how to use a gun. Okay, and you put them in schools and what they do is they beat and arrest people. It is better, safer and cheaper if you fund school wellness centers. And cities like Minneapolis have started to experiment with replacing armed police officers with something called student safety coaches who specialize in mental health and restorative justice in de-escalation and building positive relationships with students. In one school, arrest decreased by 80 percent, arrest decreased by 80 percent after implementing this program. We need in, in defunding police and removing them out of schools and many school districts around the country, including Seattle and Denver and Minneapolis, have said, you know what, we're moving the police out of our schools And we need, when we remove those police, we need to fund school wellness centers, which takes me to step number seven. We need to dispatch dispute resolution experts to handle neighborhood and domestic conflicts. Listen to this. Domestic and neighborhood disputes are among the single most common cause for law enforcement accounting for up to 50% of all calls in most areas. Now, the vast majority of those calls are not violent, and most end without an arrest. But in some jurisdictions, police, listen to me, police are required to make an arrest in some of these calls. There's no evidence that these arrests generally reduce domestic violence, and in fact, many domestic violence victims actually don't call law enforcement at all because they are afraid of the legal repercussions. There is a better, smarter response. What we need to do is to dispatch non-law enforcement first responders to respond to calls involving disputes and domestic disturbances. Social workers and teams that are experts in working to de-escalate these disputes are less costly and more effective at actually resolving the conflicts. Now, these crisis response teams would be specially trained and credentialed in the neighborhoods that they work in. That's key. This already works in other countries all around the world. This is the primary method of intervention in France, where trained mediators respond to the vast majority of calls involving interpersonal conflicts. In America, though, they send an officer or two officers or four or five or ten officers with guns ready to shoot you or taser you or spray you and arrest you and jail you. Other countries are already doing this better, which takes me to step number eight. We need to provide support, not police, for people who are experiencing homelessness. This is so simple and so important police spend an absurd amount of time and resources dealing with people experiencing homelessness, who as a result often become victims of unnecessary arrest and violence that only further disrupts their lives. By creating specialized, trained homelessness outreach units, we can reduce these harmful and pointless police confrontations and replace them with positive interactions that build community trust and help people find true stability. Now listen, we have just two more points left, but I have a quick word from one of our sponsors. Hey everybody, let me tell you about a brilliant tool for learning new things and staying informed. It's Blinkist. If you've ever listened to the podcast, you know I talk about it all the time. Because Blinkist gathers the need-to-know information information, from thousands of nonfiction books, and it condenses them down into 15-minute clips that you can read or listen to on the go. It helps to highlight the main points so you can decide if you want to read the full thing. I highly recommend my friend Ibram Kendi's book, Stamped from the Beginning. Get it on Blinkist and check it out because right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. If you go right now to Blinkist.com, slash breakdown you can try blinkist for free for seven days and also get 25 percent off of your new subscription that's blinkist spelled b-l-i-n-k-i-s-t blinkist.com slash breakdown to start your new seven-day trial check it out hi this is kendi the podcast coordinator here at the north star As part of its Women Crush Wednesday series, the North Star highlights strong women of color every week who are using their voices to help their communities. This week, the North Star's Women Crush Wednesday is Latinx social justice activist Karen Ramos. Karen grew up in Santa Maria Valley with her family, where they went camping and explored the outdoors. Her experience in the outdoors inspired her to start the nonprofit Get Out, Stay Out slash Vamos Afuera to increase diversity in the outdoor industry. The nonprofit invites indigenous migrant youth to explore and play in the outdoors. Karen continues to use her Instagram platform to speak out on social and environmental issues. To learn more about Karen and why we're crushing on her and her work, head over to the North Star Media on Instagram to read more about her. The the Breakdown. breakdown. Okay, everybody, we've shared... Eight ways that we could defund the police and put better mechanisms and systems and structures in there for public safety. Let me share the final two with you. They're very, very important. Now, I know this is a lot to digest, but I'm asking you to use your imagination. It's done differently all over the world. We can do it differently here, city by city, county by county. Step number nine is to establish integrated crisis centers. Let me explain what that means. By establishing civilian-run crisis drop-off centers, we would finally have a well-equipped place to bring people who need assistance or who may be in the midst of a crisis due to mental health or substance abuse, but who may not need a hospital. Now, it certainly doesn't make sense to be bringing these people to jail. What we have right now, when people have a crisis at home, if it's with substance abuse or mental health or, or a whole long laundry list of things, we just take them to jail. And it's like, no, those, those men, women, and children do not need to be incarcerated. A, an integrated crisis center that has mental health experts, substance abuse uh, 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 counselors and more would be a brilliant place and a much safer option for people to go when they're in need. And once again, a broad majority of people actually support funding these types of alternatives. Now, lastly, number 10 is super important. We need to train civilians to respond to minor property offenses in a very different way. George Floyd's murder began with a cell phone call to police over a suspicious $20 bill. Now, this is just one of many property crimes that really shouldn't require armed officers to respond. After someone steals a bike or a cell phone or presents a bill that may or may not be counterfeit, we should not have the expectation that that person gets confronted with armed police and an immediate arrest. So instead of cops with guns, we can literally dispatch unarmed civilians who are trained in interviewing and de-escalating situations to handle these reports of things like counterfeit bills and and other low-level property offenses. So with the issue with George Floyd, they just dispatch an unarmed team to take the report and get the details, and that's it. Now listen, I know this is a lot to digest, and some of you may, may even be tempted to dismiss some of these ideas as unrealistic, and I get it. This is so far from what most of us are really used to. We live in what I call the incarceration nation. And in this country, like it or not, police have sold to us, they've been sold to us that they are the answer to everything. If You have a problem, you either call the cops or you deal with it yourself. And many of us have been so conditioned to see things this way that we haven't really taken a step back and asked ourselves if this really makes sense or if it has to be this way. Well, we can now say without a doubt it doesn't make sense and it doesn't have to be this way. It just doesn't. And as long as we are stuck on the way things used to be, we prevent ourselves from using our imagination and making things so much better with bold new ideas. Here's the thing, and I'll conclude with this policing in America as it is. Does not keep us safer. And for black and brown communities, it often serves as a primary threat to our lives and it criminalizes our very existence. To fix these massive structural problems, we're gonna have to start doing a lot of things very, very differently. And that starts by taking responsibilities and power away from the police and giving them to people who are better equipped to handle these problems. Listen, I've got to run. I hope all this makes sense. Let's begin to think through these problems together. Love and appreciate all of you. Take care, everybody. Break it down.